this is to help you heal and I'm your host Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. Today is a special day in my world. And yes, it's the book launch, but it was a special day for me before, long before the book launch ever happened. On November 14th, 1997, my first daughter, Elise, was born, and she only lived for 20 minutes before she died in my arms. She was born premature at just 26 weeks of pregnancy. I had ha- started to have complications to the pregnancy around 20 weeks, but you know, it's the kind of thing that you just don't anticipate. When you find out that you're pregnant, you don't think that it's going to end in a tragedy. And I'll never forget that day, you know, the phone calls to my parents and my husband's parents, the anguish that I felt, the immense place of loss. I still remember laying in that hospital room that very first night, far down the hallway, but I could hear the sound of other newborns crying. And I was thinking, God, why this? Why me? And, you know, for me, that that really was the start of my healing journey. It was the first place of intense and very agonizing pain that I had experienced. And so, you know, when I as I started writing this book and as the days flowed and, and the months flowed and I could tell that I was coming towards the finish line and, and thinking, what is what's the launch date? I knew it had to be November 14th because this was the start for me. And it's a way to honor what God has done, the way that he hasn't left me in my brokenness, but he has walked with me every step all along the path these 26 years. It sounds incredible to say that, you know, when we experience loss or tragedy of some kind, it's this very odd thing where in some ways it feels like yesterday. You know, there are moments that the the memory, the picture is etched in my mind and I will never forget it and it feels vivid and real and close. And yet the reality is that it was 26 years ago and my life has changed so much in those 26 years. And it's not that that's the only place that I've known pain. I mean, if you've been following along with me for some time, you probably know that that my story includes other places of pain, like the fact that my first husband was the man that committed the Amish schoolhouse shooting in 2006. I know pain, I know brokenness, but that's not the end of the story. And so, you know, for me, the purpose in in choosing this as the release date is to say, there is a place of healing. There's a place of healing that we all can find. And it's, it is healing for those big moments in our lives, those places of tremendous devastation, but it's also healing for all the little things. Because when I think about the healing journey that I've been on, yes, those big moments are important, but I think what's even more significant is what happens in the little places, because it's those little things in the day-to-day, those things that we sort of become immune to that happen over and over that that we don't even realize we're doing to ourselves, they're the ones that really matter because the big ones only come along every so often, but the little ones exist every single day. And so that's why we've journeyed together through this podcast talking about 
things like our self-talk, talking about the way that we self-sabotage, talking about boundaries that we need to have in our lives, because those are places where we need healing too. Those are places that matter. And you know, for me, the, the purpose of this book was birthed to give voice to the journey that I've walked not just the journey of walking through the agonizing, the hard, the tremendous moments, but also the healing that God has birthed in so many other places. And we talked about this when we talked through the aspect of negative self-talk. You know, it's so difficult to hear God's voice when the voice inside of our head is critical. When we are just hard on ourselves all the time, for me, it's a place where if my voice and my thoughts are so negative, it becomes very difficult to hear the Lord because how can I allow anything positive into a space that is just etched in negativity? And so to me, that's why I'm passionate about these places of healing that we need in our lives. You know, healing that, of course, incorporates God, but also says, hey, what is going on in me that I need to own? And so, you know, when I was writing the title and the subtitle for this book, the subtitles Transform Your Life Through the Partnership of Faith, Psychology, and Grit, it's all those things. You know, we need them all. Yes, we need faith. And yes, there are so many beneficial aspects of psychology that we can partner with our faith. But at the end of the day, if we don't go after it, it's just not going to happen. There's a space where we have to own it. You know, we can't just sit on the sidelines and say, well, if God wants it to be, it'll be. If he wants me to have healing, I'll have healing. No, he He clearly wants the healing, but it's a place where we have to be willing to go after it. We're the ones that have to do the work. And so, you know, the purpose in the, in the subtitle, the partnership of faith, psychology, and grit is that we have a role to play we have a place that we have to own, we have to go after it. And it's in doing so where the change occurs, where we are changed. And I think sometimes, you know, it's those little things that happen in the day to day that that we just allow or that we're not even aware of, that can be the ones that get us so off course. We want to think that we get off track in the big moments where something significant happens, a circumstance we weren't expecting, a difficulty, you know, something rocks our world that we didn't see coming. But I think we get off track when we self-sabotage. I get off track when I self-sabotage. But when I'm better prepared to say, hey, you know, what does my self-talk sound like? Why am I negative? why am I being hard on myself? Where is this leading me? Then I can see that self-talk, you know, links so well with self-sabotage. When I'm negative and hard on myself, of course, I'm going to talk myself out of doing the things that are in my heart to do. And I don't know about you, but I just don't want to live that way anymore. I want to go after the dreams that God's placed in my heart. I want to say yes without hesitation. I don't I don't want to sit on the sidelines waiting for something to drop in my lap. I, I want to go after it. But not in this place that says, oh, it all rests on me or I have to, you know, be working every minute of the day. I want to go after my life with purpose to be able to engage in places of joy and celebrate the journey. You know, when was the last time you celebrated yourself? I talk about that in the book and the value of celebration and how to really understand what is meaningful to you. 
What are ways that you can celebrate yourself that actually matter? Because I think every day is worth celebrating. There is always something that we can celebrate if we're looking for it. And my life feels much more purposeful and enjoyable when I'm not just picking out all the hard things that happen, but when I'm also identifying the places that are worth the celebration. The little moments that happened that were meaningful to me, the places where I know God is showing up that matter. We all need that. You know, we need these aspects of healing in in ways that, that we're able to engage in forgiveness and places where we can engage in resilience, but we need more than that. We need the celebration. We need these opportunities to uh, lean into the remembrance of what life looked like before and what it looks like after. Sometimes we have to fight for our blessing. You know, I have a a friend and mentor who once said, are you going to settle for the excuse or are you going to fight for the blessing? And it's a reminder to me that I get the choice. And I say this all the time, not choosing is still a choice. Every day in our lives, we are faced with choices and we have to decide what do we want our lives to look like? We get to make the choice and not choosing is a choice. So in this season, for me today, I celebrate what God has done. I celebrate the healing that he's brought and the courage that he's given me to go after this journey. And I want to invite you to come on this journey with me. If the words that I've spoken and the podcasts that you've listened to, if they have resonated with you, if they've mattered, then I'm going to invite you today to pop over to Amazon, type in the title to help you heal and grab your copy. Because I believe that there is more healing for you to find. And as much as I've shared bits and pieces of this book and of this work with you, there is so much more contained within these pages. It's stories, you know, stories from my life, um, stories not just from the past, but also from recent moments. An opportunity to, to see more and to kind of live in these moments with me. Because I know that as you see them from my vantage point, you're going to see them for yourself. And I want that for you. Thank you for journeying with me today. Thank you for spending this time for celebrating what God has done. I want to invite you to come back next week. We're going to start a two-part series on grieving through the holidays. And you know, maybe maybe grief feels like a, a sensitive topic to you. Maybe you're in the midst of a grieving journey and you're thinking, I'll just skip that one. I don't think I want to have to think about that. I'm going to invite you to come back because sure, there there are going to be hard moments, but I'm going to give you some tools and strategies to help you through the holidays and so that you can also help the people around you to jump in, to engage and support you. And if you are not grieving, then I'd ask you to come back anyway, because undoubtedly, you know someone who is And you're going to get to show up for them in a very tangible and meaningful way. Again, I'm going to give you strategies and tips and things that are going to help you as well. So come back next week, spend another 10 minutes with me on Tuesday or whatever day you listen to this podcast. And thank you so much for being a part of my journey. 